Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Craig Bryan, and Craig, it's your birthday. So first of all, happy birthday. And um, I've got you on the podcast to talk about the improvement that you've made in the last 12 months with your swimming, because I did a follow-up filming with you. So you attended a clinic about 12 months ago, came and did a follow-up and I did the comparison and I was like, Jesus, this is like, this is a huge improvement. And I was curious as to know what your speed improvement was and that what that result was after making such an improvement with what looked a lot better. And you said you'd improved about 18 seconds per 100 for a one and a half K swim. Uh, for the, yeah, for the, for, it was for a 2K. For a 2K. Um, yeah, so it was about, uh, yeah, about 18 seconds per 100 pace. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, so to get into it, when you sort of started 12 months ago, when you did a, did a clinic with us, what were you swimming, what were you training for? And tell me a bit about your swimming then. Um, so I hadn't, so I swam a bit as a kid. Um, started when I was about six weeks and then, and I hated it really. Um, parents made me do it up to, I was about 13 and as soon as I had the chance, I stopped doing it. Um, and then pretty much didn't swim for about 20 years. And then, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I got um, merged into a different section at work and uh, one of the guys there swam. And um, yeah, they did this this Christmas Christmas swim challenge. I thought oh, I'll give it a go. So I started swimming again and um, yeah, he smoked me. <laughs> he, um, he was a couple of body lengths ahead by the end of the first 50. And um, yeah, so I was like, oh, you know, maybe uh, that's a bit of motivation to, to start training. And yeah, so I was actually like, oh, you know, with, without the swim coach yelling at me, it's actually quite enjoyable. <laughs> um, so I kept it up for a bit. Then um, a couple of months after that is when I came to the first, uh, my first clinic with um, Effortless Swimming. Um, yeah, I got, got a couple of tips from you guys. Um, kept my swimming up, so three times a week, um, two kilometers a session, usually two and a half. Um, did the five-day week, uh, five day catch challenge. Um, had a couple of months off for, for the lockdown. Then had the, had a um, Christmas race again. Got lost again, but um, I was only about by sort of just under a body length, so it improved a bit. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's... Um, that's kind of where we're up to now. Um, did the uh, started the eight week uh, freestyle challenge, and um, came into my yearly review kind of video with you guys, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the the story of my swimming. Yeah, it's it, it looked uh, it looked so much better. And I'll for those that are listening, um, probably next week I'll be able to put a comparison up from your first video to your to your follow up, and I'll put that on YouTube as a as an analysis just to show people that that difference and so you you're around i think 159 pace for your 2k you're down to around 141 the last time that you that mm -hmm. you did it which is a huge improvement and then what about your 50s and 100 100 times how'd they improve uh yeah 50s um probably down from about 39 or 40 down to 35 so about five seconds there and the 100 um probably around 129 down to 121 um but actually, just since that recording, I did a, a one nineteen last week in a in a twenty five meter pool. So, yeah, keeping keeping coming down slowly. 
Yeah, that's good. And I think as well, what looking at your videos. Uh, so one of the, the main things that I think you changed was the original video. You're going out quite wide with the hand, sort of a lot yeah. of out sweep in the beginning, then coming back in on both arms. And then you managed to make that a bit more direct. And we talk about tracing the outside line of the body. So it's like a long S instead of a big S shape. And so that improved a lot. And uh, I, that's probably a, a good contributor to it. Um, but the catch as well uh, had come along really nicely. And so when you first came to a clinic, did you have much of an idea of what you should be doing or maybe what you were doing when you were swimming or was it just like, remember Not a few really. things when you were a teenager? Like, so I, yeah, I'd swim as a kid a bit, um, but I feel like there's a lot of things that have changed since then. Um, like for, for instance, when you, the entry on, on train tracks, when I was a kid, it wasn't on train tracks. It was like you you were sort of getting into the in line with your head kind of thing. Um, and I'd, yeah, as a kid, I'd never been taught um, about a catch or um, anything like that. Um, so coming into the clinic, the only sort of things I knew about were just um, from a couple of YouTube videos, probably yours. Um, like, okay, these are a couple of things that I've heard about, but um, that was about it. And what about how your swimming feels now compared to what it felt like about 12 months ago what's the the difference there yeah definitely noticeably different in the feel uh especially recently um started playing around with that um serape effects and and trying out a sort of different kicks um like a two beat and four beat kick and it feels a lot smoother a lot more gliding through the water um can really notice my posture um sort of almost like floating through the water as opposed to um, dragging through the water. Uh, yeah, d definitely notice it um, at, at pace that it's um, a lot smoother. Mm. And what about what you're, you're thinking about now? So when you first, before you came to a clinic, were you thinking about much technique at all? And what about, what's it like now? Um, I don't know if I was thinking about much technique before. That's probably... Yeah, just trying to swim as hard as I could. Um, now, things that I'm working on. So from from the the most recent video that I that I sent you, um, there was three main things that I've sort of been thinking of. That was um, keeping my kick a bit bit tighter, mm. um, the catch a bit um, smoother, I guess, in that light bulb shape, and um, and having a, a a proper exit, I guess, going the full full distance on my exit. Um, and I'm still kind of playing around with a bit of the kick and serape. So they're the things that I'm thinking of at the moment. Yeah, nice. And I reckon as well, like once you like once you're comfortable with those couple of changes, if then's a good time to start to look into increasing the stroke rate a little bit, especially for the fifties and hundreds, maybe mm. a little bit for the you know, 1K or 2K as well, but definitely for those fifties and hundreds, like just getting comfortable, letting it go a little bit to be able to get the stroke rate up and work the kick pretty hard for a 50 and a hundred, yeah. because looking at your stroke, you're, you've got much, a lot more than a 119 in you and a lot more than a 35 in you as well. I reckon just looking at your, at your swim there. And so part of that is finding that balance between like good form, but also just, you know, going for it and getting the, the rating up a bit there. Um, how do you, how do you feel in terms of, let's say a fast your 119 you did the other day? Um, do you feel like you've got room to bring up the stroke rate? I do, yeah. Um, 
but I, I guess always in the back of my head is trying to keep that good, really good form, really good technique. So I think that slows me down a bit in terms of the stroke rate. So um, I've, yeah, I've actually ordered one of the, I can't remember all the timers that you chuck in the back of your cap. So, the um, tempo trainer, yeah. The tempo trainer, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that sort of helps me bring up the stroke rate and, and what that does. A quick note from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Form Swim Goggles. With these goggles, you don't have to look at the pace clock anymore or be one of those swimmers in the pool always grabbing for their watch. With Form Smart Swim Goggles, you can see all of your key metrics while you're swimming. Distance, pace, stroke rate, they've got it all. And the swim data is displayed on the goggle lens and you can customize the display to see the metrics that you want to. And I was worried that it was going to be distracting, but you can literally see through the display, the metrics are always there, but you have to choose to focus on them. It's really impressive. And it makes hitting intervals or any kind of specific training much more manageable and achievable. And the goggles track it all. It's automated. So from the time you start your session to the end of the swim, you don't have to press any buttons in between. It automatically tracks everything. Form also works with a bunch of the best pro athletes out there, including Lionel Sanders, Sarah Crowley, Hannah Wells, and Olympic champion Usama Maluli, to name a few. These form goggles are for all types of swimming too. One pair of goggles, and you can use them in the pool, the open water, you can use them in swim spas and endless pools too. So the same pair of goggles can be used in all of these different environments. The battery life is incredible too. One hour charge is 16 hours of swimming time battery life. And you can have the display on either your right or your left eye. The goggles themselves come with anti-fog solution that's used in dive masks. So it's great in terms of quality. And there's a protective case with a nifty drainage solution. So after you swim, you can store them safely. And while the goggles connect to the Form Swim app on your smartphone too, they will sync with the Form app. And there you can review all of the details of your swim. And you can see what other swimmers are up to in the Form Swim community as well. I'm a big fan of these goggles. I was really impressed when I used them. And I use them for a vast majority of the sessions that I'm currently doing. To find out more about the Form Swim goggles, go to formswim.com. And you can use our coupon code EFFORTLESS at checkout and save $15 off your order. Back to the podcast. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So you could do, I mean, in the, in the eight-week course, in that one, yeah, there's a set there to sort of gradually increase it. Mm. For like if you're all out 50, for example, though, it'd be good to do a couple where like you just let it, let it rip, where you might set it as like 100, which is really fast, and mm. you'll probably have no hold at all. You'll just be spinning the wheels and see, like just see what your time is. You'll be exhausted after mm. it, but then go from like maybe 100 maybe down to 90 and then like 85, 80, 75. And just, um, yeah, just because that hundred will make it, make that 80 stroke rate feel so slow uh, mm-hmm. that it's good to have that contrast. So yeah, I'd be curious to see what your, your times do when, yeah. uh, when you yeah, do use that. I think at the moment I'm probably around 70 for my, my sprints. So yeah, definitely a lot slower than, than the hundred. Um, so that'll feel different. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to, because um, I mean, you probably don't want to go to 100 um, to yeah, actually yeah. use that. But yeah, I think something like an 80 at least could be could be good. And when uh, when you use it as well, there's that setting to have it beep, say like 100 times a minute. If you set it to beep 50 times a minute instead and just match it with your like your left arm. Yeah. So, okay. so you're not trying to, you've got the beep, 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 beep in your head. It's yeah. just like a, a beep, but you match it with your left stroke only. So it doesn't send you crazy. Yeah. It can okay. help as well. Good tip. <laughs>
And uh, and going forwards, what do you have you got any goals in terms of target times or people you want to beat or anything like that? Like what what are you looking to do over the next couple of months with this? I mean, yeah, so I definitely like to beat the guy at work. <laughs> so uh, I've got a few months to train for that at Christmas. Um, but yeah, I guess if I can get a hundred under a minute fifteen, I'd be pretty happy. Um, just off the wall kind of thing. And maybe a 2K under 30 minutes would be pretty happy. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, ideally, yeah, as, a, as an ocean swim for the 2K under 30 minutes, but um, I guess that possibly depends on kit conditions. Um, yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to see how you go over the next, well, say next, next 10, 11 months to, to go hmm. towards it, because I think it's, it's certainly possible. And I've seen, um, yeah, a lot of swimmers that we've worked with have that improvement and 18 seconds in a year is um is really good and but i don't think you're capped at uh at your 141s for yeah. um for that at all so that'd be yeah that'd be exciting and with your training at the moment so you said you do about two two and a half k per session are you training on your own you're training with friends or or with the squad how do you normally work it uh usually train oh yeah definitely always train on my own um the, the pool near me doesn't have a um like an adult squad um which is like i'd like to join a squad but training my own also suits me um definitely helps when like you've got the five uh five day catch and eight week um freestyle program so um yeah i'm quite quite good at um being consistent and um and strict with those i guess so it also helps yeah just being able to set my own time and um like i can go at lunch or before work after work that kind of thing yeah so yeah I think it's, yeah, it's really good for when you swim on your own, for me personally, I find I can concentrate on my stroke better and uh, I can usually be, you, the water's a bit smoother because you're not sitting behind someone five seconds. So you've got that, that advantage. And sometimes the disadvantage is you may not push as hard. So in terms of fitness, sometimes that can suffer a little bit, but the technical side of it, I think you can you usually do better when you are training yeah. on your on your own and you're not you're not sort of rushing your stroke at all because you're trying to keep up with people in your lane and no, it's easy to fall into that habit with the squad so um yeah if you are in a squad you can still improve and if you train on your own you can you know still improve as well so just use what you've got and um yeah it, 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 it doesn't matter sort of either either way i think and yeah. um and, and what what's one of the main sort of drivers for you with with why you swim is it like do you feel good afterwards does it help you with work is it the the challenge of getting better what are some of those motivations uh, i think probably the challenge of getting better yeah um yeah i guess i never had that as a kid i was just swimming because i had to swim now i yeah. kind of enjoy the process of, of learning and improving um yeah i, I guess that's sort of uh, a few things in my life like that just the, the whole process of, of uh, improving is um probably what keeps me coming back that's the main thing uh, and with swimming it's quite obvious you can see both the, the pace come down but then just visually like the, the stroke looks better kind of thing as well yeah yeah it's uh it's good like that it's you know whether or not you're getting better just based mm. on the, the times and then to see that visually as well is um is great so yeah i think in you filmed in january so then maybe like April, May, June, somewhere along there would be a good time to to see where you're at uh, mm. again. And um, yeah, be interested to, to see that continued improvement. So um, 
yeah, uh, in, in terms of uh, finishing up here, is there anything um, that you think the people listening should should know? Anything that you've learned along the way with your own swimming that you think could be helpful for for others? Um, sort of put you on the spot here. Yeah, but, uh, I, I guess probably that. I mean, this. I was talking to my wife. I was like, oh, "I'm going to go on this podcast," and she's like, "What are you going to talk about? All, all you did was just um." listen to their tips and swim three times a week consistently I'm like, <laughs> yeah I guess that's all I did so I don't know maybe that's the tip just uh just be consistent and um yeah enjoy it I guess um if you can find enjoyment and uh, stay consistent you'll probably see results yeah I love it it's 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 funny isn't it like to put simply it's like it's those two things really it's like be consistent with it and you're doing three times a week which I think is the uh sort of the the minimum you need to do to see good improvement so mm. you sort of tick that box and then focus on your stroke and um you know apply those tips and it can be kept pretty simple in the end really like that's uh yeah that's all it takes so that's um i like that it's really good well um mm. craig i appreciate you being on the on the podcast and sharing your improvement over the last 12 months and looking forward to seeing how you progress in the next 12 months yeah sounds good awesome thank, thank you for having me yeah <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.